Hi, I'm Brittany Hoffman. And I'm Madeline Phipps. Welcome to Shifting Ears, the internal podcast that we're starting here at Valley Metro. Talking about all things transit, transportation, and everything you need to know about the agency, behind the scenes, and some upfront stuff you may not know about. Madeline, have you heard about the new hatchback fashions the CECs are doing? You know, I just heard about it a little bit. Debbie Thacker and Dan Filipino clued me in on this amazing new project coming from our customer experience coordinators, or our CECs as we like to call them around here. It's exciting to see that this group, after only being here for one year, has really latched on and found a way to insert themselves into the community in such a positive way. And it was exciting because this was part of our Respect the Ride program, and it was just another layer of enhancing the experience for the riders on our rail system. I started here just a couple weeks before the CECs were hired, so I'm sure that there was a lot of discussion about what they were going to do, why they were being hired, why this new position was being created, and you mentioned it a little bit, but how do they tie in with the Respect the Ride campaign overall? So Respect the Ride started as a code of conduct on rail so that people would follow the rules and not drink things out of containers that didn't have spill-proof lids. And they were making sure that they were just doing all the proper things by, you know, walking their bikes and skateboards on the platforms. Throughout time, we've added different layers to Respect the Ride to enhance the program overall. They are an awesome group of people that get with the community, and they are that friendly face that they get to see all the time. We picked a uniform for them that makes them very visible and easy to find. And so the high school students from Central High School have kind of dubbed them as the highlighters or the bumblebees with their bright shirts that they have on. And so they each take different sections of the rail to meet those customers. And that way they're able to build a rapport with them, which I think is great, especially when they get to help people, whether it's buying fare or giving them directions or even just having a conversation with them. That's an amazing thing that enhances anyone's rider experience. So I remember a couple weeks after I started working here, we did some really fun promotional things with them. So one of them was we did Facebook Live. Inside, I was a little nervous. Like, I don't know how this is going to go. You know, it's kind of hard to talk live, especially on Facebook or when you're recorded and who knows who's watching. But they did a great job. They just walked me through the platform as if I was a new writer that didn't know anything. And they're just so natural and so welcoming. So I think it's really a huge win for Valley Metro that we have these CECs working all throughout the system. And I know, Brittany, something that we've talked about is how they have really interesting backgrounds. So do you know about the kind of job history of any of these employees before they came to work for us? Yeah, you have a few of them that have come from our actual security side. And so many people were familiar from seeing them already on the rail. And now they've shifted over to this customer experience coordinator position where they get to be a little more friendly, but also helping different riders in different situations versus that security enforcement and fair inspection. They all have a smile to die for. They are the warmest, welcoming people, and I'm happy when I see them. Even if I'm driving by a rail station and I see them, I'll honk or wave. They have no idea it's me, but I do it anyway because I love seeing them out there and giving them a great impression of Valley Metro and being that friendly face that people see. 
Yeah, they do such a great job. And I've heard a rumor about Dave that he keeps a notebook with him and records interactions with different writers so that he it's can no remember secret. when he sees them again the next day or the next week, he'll be able to touch back on whatever they talked about. So I just can't imagine if I was riding on the light rail and someone just stopped me to say hi and check in. I feel like that would really add to my experience and just kind of step me off on the right foot in the morning. And that's really where Hashback Fashions came from, is their desire to help our riders. And so it was a great opportunity for them to just latch onto something and really find a way to help enhance our community. We all are aware that being in downtown Phoenix, downtown Tempe, and downtown Mesa, there's certainly people who are experiencing homelessness and who may need a little extra help. And so I think it's so awesome that the CECs have just taken this idea of having a little supply of clothing and just kind of run with it so that they're ready if they do see a person in need, Um, especially with it being so hot out. You know, if you don't have your shoes or socks or you don't have a shirt, that can get really dangerous. So I just think it's so amazing that they took this initiative to create this program And I'm looking forward to hearing more from them in their own words about what inspired it and why it happened. And they've been handing things out since day one, whether it's alert VM cards to let people know about our safety and security app, or if it's stickers for the kids, they always have something on them. One of my favorite things that they have is barbecue tongs that they use to pick up trash. So that way they don't have to handle it by themselves. And now obviously they're equipped with hand sanitizer because of COVID. But before that, they weren't having them all the time. And so these barbecue tongs, the first time I saw them was someone took a picture of Dave, had him strapped to his side. And he said, are the CECs out here grilling? (laughs) It was hysterical to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know why he has those. So I had to go and ask Dave, what are these barbecue tongs for? And he told me, Brittany, they're to help pick up trash. It was just another way for them to use a simple tool to get out there, help the community, help our maintenance staff, our cleaners that are constantly out there, refreshing the stations, making sure things are cleaned up. It was just one more way that they could help. And that's why their shirts say, how can I help? Okay, I'm not going to lie. I wish that they actually did like a cookout or grilled at like a station for a special event. That would be funny and tasty, but I guess it's not really in the job description. (laughs) So I'll let it go. It would have been very popular. I was surprised when I got that social post and I definitely gave me a laugh as well. At Valley Metro, we are constantly looking for new ways to uplift our community members, and our CECs have done a great job of picking up an initiative called Hatchback Fashions. And so we took our show on the road, and they're here to tell us exactly how this came about and how they're giving back to our communities. Hi, I'm Juanita Thierry. Hi, my name is Kyle Angelini. Thank you both so much for joining us. Uh, I know we're all really looking forward to hearing more about VM Hatchback Fashions and how it came about. I was at work one day on a platform. It was early in the morning and I saw a young female and she didn't have on any shoes nor did she have on any socks. And I wanted to help, but all the stores were closed. And the only thing I could think of was to take off my socks because I had shoes on, so I was gonna be okay. 
and give them to her so that she was able to ride the train and get to her destination. I was, I believe, at Priest in Washington, hopped off the train to kind of do our uh, platform walk, you know, to greet our customers, see how they're going, if they need help. Came upon a young lady as well, and she had cuts all over her feet. She looked a little bit in distress, so, you know, I sat down and talked to her for a little bit and decided that she needed to go downtown to get some help. So it's 100 plus degrees outside, and I don't want her walking on the pavement like that. So I just figured the least I could do right now at that moment was give her my socks so she could at least get to where she needed to go to try to get some help. Can you explain to us how these individual acts became this greater initiative to help our community? When we pitched the idea to the rest of the team, they thought that it would be a fantastic idea to have items for the just-in-case and to help people out to get where they need to go. And everyone ran with it. I mean, we're not just helping, you know, with directions, how to get to places. You know, we're another source to talk to about problems in life. And so if we could just do this small gesture to give back to our passengers that allow us to have a job to do and enjoy, you know, it's just a small token of what we can do to give back to, to the community. So since BM Hatchback Fashions officially launched about a month ago, have you been able to help a lot more people? Is it more frequent? I actually just ran into someone coming back here to talk with you guys who was getting on the train and didn't have on any shoes and I asked, can I help? And, you know, I have items that we're able to assist. This is a daily thing for us. You know, if we see someone in need, it's just in us to go and try to do the most we can to help out. And as you said, this is just one of the things that you're doing as a customer experience coordinator. Can you guys walk us through kind of overall what a customer experience coordinator does on a daily basis? And then obviously some of these instances that you run into when you are trying to show the community that you care and give them hatchback fashions. We've went as far as making reservations for certain restaurants for people to go and enjoy themselves after getting off the light rail with us. The reservation I made was for 30-some elderly people. And when I tell you, they were really grateful and they didn't want to leave. <laughs> like I became their tour guy and I thought that was just the coolest thing. It was so awesome. I mean, we took pictures and, you know, that was really the highlight of my day. One of our main jobs is, like we said, you know, helping people with either TVM issues, being able to purchase tickets. We're starting to learn a little bit more about the train itself, uh, helping with doors if they get stuck, checking out the platform if there's anything broken, needs fixing, check out the catenary wires if make sure, you know, the train's rolling smoothly. So we're a little jack of all trades out there trying to help all our other aspects of Valley Metro and with security be successful in their jobs. That's right. We just want to keep the train going. We want the ride to be nice and pleasant. We want really positive energy. So anything we can do to help provide that atmosphere is what we'll do. Our job is just to go the extra mile. And we try to do that every day that we go out there. We uh, had a big Jehovah Witness convention come in and we had people all over the world coming into our RIDAR system, which was pretty cool. And just to be able to show them, you know, a kind hand to get them where they needed to go was pretty spectacular. You know, we made a lot of connections and we worked Diamondback games. We worked ASU games, you know, make sure people are safe, getting to the right destination, home and back. We've got a lot of cool opportunities. So have you developed any cool relationships with our regular riders? 
We see them all the time. They can be across the street and they'll flag us down with our names. And we like legitimately have really good conversations. So it's not like working because we're really like talking and laughing and joking. And it's just a really good, pleasant environment. When I first started, I was working in Dunlap Park and Ride and I met some young gentlemen going to air conditioning school and I uh, found out one of them plays a ukulele. So on Fridays when he had extra time, he would stop and he would jam out with his ukulele and, you know, kind of just had fun with it. And it was nice, you know, building those connections even off the rail. I know we've been collecting donations from a lot of Valley Metro staff. So are there any other ways that staff can help out or be involved in this project? Yeah. Also, you guys can always go into our email and let us know, especially from like the one-on-one building. Hey, I have this. If you guys want to come and pick it up, that way we'll have it at our disposal to be able to hand out and give to people in need. We had a fun little project between our morning crew and then our swing shift crew. We got to uh, decorate boxes for supplies and donations. And so we got to have a little fun, add a little personal touches to that. So if you see those boxes, feel free to donate to those. We'll send our lead Dave to come pick it up and then get it in the right hands so we can get it to the right people. And what kind of items do you think are the most needed? For sure, flip-flops, sandals, just so that, you know, they can at least have something to protect their feet from the heat. Uh, Shirts for sure, because that way they'll get to their destination. And then socks will come in handy as well. So as we're coming to a close on our episode, maybe you want to share with us one of the most important lessons you've learned in your time as a CEC. Be open-minded and understanding because everyone has a different situation. You never know what you can do to help out another person's situation and make it positive or bring a smile to their face. I think that's what we try to go out there and do every single day. Although we do kindly educate, it's all about the approach and people are really willing to listen and do just because of the person that you are. You can't really judge a book by its cover. You don't know what people are going through. Maybe they just need to talk to someone for five to 10 minutes. If we can do that and be the ear that they need to lean on or listen to, we just want them to enjoy the experience, get to their destination safely, and you know have a good time doing it. Well, thank you, Kyle and Juanita. We appreciate all the CECs for their help day in, day out, all hours of the day out on the alignment. I'm excited to see how many people the CECs impact on a daily basis and what they continue to think of to help enhance our community. Thanks for joining us on Shifting Ears podcast number four. We're so excited to put these together for you. And if you have any donations to Hatchback Sessions, you can go ahead and send those in. And of course, this podcast is for you. So send us your questions and comments or give us some great story ideas at podcast at valleymetro.org. For Valley Metro, I'm Brittany. And I'm Madeline. Thanks for riding with us. We'll meet you at the next stop.